Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. I feel like Christmas lights belong in the same category as missing socks. Let me explain. Last year, our family went out to purchase a number of new strings of lights to decorate the house for the holidays. My brother has turned it into something of an art. It looks gorgeous and festive and awesome, and he does a great job, but we needed a few more lights as many of ours had died. Fast forward to this year, and somehow, very mysteriously, we are once again missing lights. Like, half of them are dead and gone, and we have no idea where they went. What happens to them? Does anyone happen to know where they go? Basically, I've come to the conclusion that missing socks must live in a very well-lit, holiday-themed environment, wherever that may be. For many of us, winter comes with darker nights, shorter days, and colder weather. For those of us north of the equator, anyhow. And throughout history, when life gets dark, humankind looks for ways to find and enjoy light. And not only light, but also find a way to celebrate when the darkness and the cold of winter might set in as dreary or discouraging. We look for ways to celebrate life, light, and the people that we love. This has led to having many celebrations during the winter season, many of which have religious origins. One of the earliest examples we have of a lit Yule log, which was meant to symbolize the returning of the sun and was lit after the winter solstice, was actually found in Germany in the 12th century. These Germanic pagan practices welcomed the light back into the world following the darkness of winter. Prior to Christian practices of celebrating Christmas Eve, on the same night, the pagan practices celebrated the Night of Mothers on this day, with the Yule Log burning as representative of the sun's return and the days getting longer. Rudolf Simic, an Austrian philologist and religious studies scholar, has suggested that these pagan practices had a strong religious nature themselves, and included feasting and sacrifices and could have been a celebration of the dead or an event to honor ancestors. With the advent of Christianity spreading through Germany, these traditions took on a Christian interpretation. Now, the Yule log and later candles lit and attached to pine trees came to represent the light of Christ. As Christmas trees became more and more popular in 18th century Germany, these trees were brought indoors and were occasionally decorated with lit candles. This was a treat largely only afforded by the upper middle class, as the light source was very costly. The candles were either glued to branches with melted wax or held down by pins. In 1890, candle holders were used to attach light to the trees. Between 1902 and 1914, small lanterns or glass balls began to be used to house these candles. Queen Victoria popularized the Christmas tree tradition during her reign, introduced to it by her German husband, Prince Albert, hailing from Coburg. The Christmas tree tradition became a picturesque part of the celebrations of Christmas in the United Kingdom. Electric Christmas lights were developed by one of Thomas Edison's associates, Edward H. Johnson. Johnson was vice president of Edison's company and made the Christmas tree light bulbs specially for himself. On December 22, 1882, he displayed his decorated Christmas tree in his home on Fifth Avenue in New York City. He had handcrafted 80 red, white, and blue bulbs about the size of walnuts for his Christmas tree. 
Local newspapers at the time saw it as a publicity stunt and decided not to report on it, but a reporter from Detroit caught wind and published the story. In 1900, businesses had started to decorate their store windows with the electric lights. The lights were too expensive for general public, however, until about 1930. United States President Grover Cleveland stayed on the cutting edge when in 1895 he sponsored the first Christmas tree in the White House lit by electric lights. Slowly, other cities started to decorate with electric lights as well. In 1904 in San Diego, California, in 1909 in Appleton, Wisconsin, and in 1912 in New York City, we saw the first recorded uses of Christmas lights for decoration outside. The quote-unquote official start of the electric light tradition of decorating trees began in 1956, with a few cities claiming to be the first, chief among them being McAdenville, North Carolina, while there is also documentation of Toronto, as well as Disney and Philadelphia being among the first. Soon, the lights spread beyond Christmas trees. In 1932, a city electrician by the name of John Malpede decorated the Civic Center Park and later expanded to include the Greek Amphitheater in Denver, Colorado. It's believed that the first public display of Christmas lights, called Christmas Tree Lane, took place in California and was put together by a man by the name of Frederick Nash. The light display has been going on every year since 1920, with the exception of the time during World War II. Light displays are famous in different cities around the world. This includes the displays in Oxford and Regent Streets in London, which have been going on since 1959 and 1954. One of the oldest light festivals in the United States was started in 1927. In 1963, Christmas lights became part of a boycott in Greenville, North Carolina. The boycott was done in protest of segregation, which prevented black members of the community from being employed by businesses downtown during the Christmas season. The boycott was known as the Black Christmas Boycott. Jumping forward a bit, in the mid-2000s, a man by the name of Carson Williams went viral for his home display of Christmas lights set to music. Now, this is a fairly popular occurrence around the holiday season. These days, lighting houses and streets, as well as walking or driving through neighborhoods to view holiday lights, is a tradition enjoyed by many families. It is estimated that Americans buy approximately 150 million light sets each year, with about 80 million homes decorated with the twinkling lights. In Australia, the town of Lobethal is famous for its display of holiday lights. Holiday lights, however, aren't just for Christmas. Lights are a popular part of many Halloween, Easter, Diwali, Ramadan, Eid ul Fatur at Chandrat, and patriotic holidays as well. Twinkling lights, fairy lights, whatever you may call them, are also not the only lights used to celebrate the festive winter season. Candles are an important part of Christmas celebrations in Germany, with the Advent candle in particular. For the Advent candles, four candles are lit, one on each Sunday leading up to Christmas. Lights are also an important part of celebrating Hanukkah. In fact, Hanukkah is the festival of lights. During Hanukkah, eight candles are lit on the menorah. This festival celebrates the rededication of the Second Temple and recovery of Jerusalem in the 2nd century BCE. In celebration of Kwanzaa, candles again play an important role. They represent the seven principles of Kwanzaa, or African heritage, which include unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. The celebrations honor a rich African heritage as well as honoring and showing gratitude for ancestors. In the Philippines, lanterns called parol are also a way of celebrating the Christmas season with lights. These decorations are usually made up of bamboo and Japanese paper and 
contain a lamp, kerosene, or otherwise. These are part of the celebration of the nine days leading up to Christmas and are used in the procession called Novena, which leads up to Midnight Mass. The procession and tradition was adopted during the Spanish colonial period of the Philippines. In the wintertime around the world, there are many, many more ways to celebrate the things that matter the most to us. Our loved ones, our family and friends, the connections we cherish, our values, culture, and in the end, the promise that the sun will shine brightly again and warmer days are ahead of us. Or behind us, depending on our finicky friend the equator, and which side of it you're on. But all the same, the lights that guide us through the month of December have made for warm hearts and memories for hundreds of years. And I hope they do the same for you this holiday season, however you celebrate it. And if anyone finds the hideout of lost socks and holiday lights, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day and a wonderful coming new year. Take care. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.